Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today is episode 128 and we're continuing our series of rebuilding every single 23-24 Premier League side. Today we are on to Chelsea Football Club, a side which had a very disappointing 22-23 and how we're now going to rebuild them under Mauricio Pochettino, see what they need to do, clear out a lot of their squad, probably sell some of their 49 first team players, but... Should we start with last season then? As we have with all of these videos, not a good campaign Absolutely. by any stretch of the imagination, was Absolutely it? Absolutely torrid. Awful yeah. from start to finish. No matter what manager it was, whether it was Tuchel, whether it was Lampard, whether it was Potter, it was awful. Even Bruno Salta got a yeah. game in there as well. Yeah, so. probably best game of the season that year. Arguably Liverpool. so, but terrible season. A very difficult campaign there for Chelsea. A lot of bad calls from Todd Bowley and his yeah. first, well, not really Todd Bowley, but the whole board in their first year in charge, of course, after purchasing the club in last year's summer transfer window. But there are some positive signs, and it looks like progression will be made. But if we look back at the Premier League, twelfth in the league is definitely not good enough after no. close to six hundred million pounds spent on transfers. Of course, a lot of that will not count towards FFP due to amortisation, but that is a huge outlay for not a lot of success. Yeah. Then, if you look at the cups, well. Cruelly, we were we were matched up against both uh, against Manchester City in both the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, which is understandable. Therefore, why we were dumped out. We're still embarrassed. That Carabao Cup's four. Yeah, yeah, we were. We definitely should have passed. Three one, three nil in the four one, three nil. I think. Four nil, three one. One nil or two nil in the FA Cup game, and then quarters of Champions League. Yeah, and I feel like we were sort of hard done by against Real we put up a good fight and as Real showed they weren't perfect because they got really? torn apart in the next round by the uh, Manchester fact, City the fact we didn't get completely battered by Real <laughs> is something at least But do you think we'd have a better chance against Real if Graham Potter was in charge I have no clue because it was all rubbish and I mean it was always going to be tough first season without Abramovich yeah new ownership we had four different managers it was awful but this year is a time to turn a new leaf. Hopefully. Hopefully a new leaf is turned and it's not just the same leaf crashing into the ground. But shall we start with the squad? Because there's a lot to go through. We'll start with contracts expiring. Now, there are no contracts expiring in 2023 for Chelsea. Quite interesting that. that absolutely no one yeah. has a contract expiring. Team is, yeah, yeah, everyone else has had at least someone with a contract expiring this summer. They do have two returning loanees. Of course, Shao Felix and Zakaria. Dennis Zakaria will both... Move back to their parents' club, Atletico Madrid and Juventus, respectfully. But 2024, there is a bit of a mass exodus of some of Chelsea's more loved and less loved players. Baba Raman will be leaving the club in 2024. Now, he is going to qualify for a testimonial, having been at the club for 10 years. He may well get to 10 loans, but yeah, he will uh, will qualify for a testimonial. Don't think many Chelsea fans will even notice that he will be leaving next summer. How he's managed to employ the football club, I do not know. He's part of the lone army, he's forever been a part of the lone army, and never will not be part of the lone army. Indeed. Biggest pain probably is Mason Mount. Now, there's a lot of speculation around him, but as as of recording today, it's actually believed that Mason Mount will not leave. Right now, Manchester United, of course, were chasing him. However, having three bids rejected so far, and not really wanting to spend more than £60 million, it looks like they'll pull out. So, an interesting situation there for Chelsea, because Mason Mount's... Not stated his desire to leave, but he has agreed personal terms with a different club. So that does leave... That's a bit of a divide there between him and Chelsea fans. I know a lot yeah. of Chelsea fans want him to go. And if if he isn't to leave, he's sort of stuck now. Because he I mean, can't... United don't want him anymore, clear, uh, apparently. 
and Chelsea are now are faced with the possibility of either keeping well, him or selling him at a cut price. This, this, this is it, really. If he stays, he has a year to either decide, be good enough that Chelsea sign him again or Chelsea will lose him on a free transfer. Do you think Chelsea should have just sold him at 55 mil 55 plus add-ons? For the season he had last year, 55 mil plus add-ons is a bargain. And the fact is, now that if we want to sell Mason Mount, it's either going to have to be to a different club or United are going to run a cut price because they'll know that we're desperate to sell. So we've put ourselves in a really bad situation now. Again. And it's poor foresight because we, Man United stated that it was their final offer. Not everything's out here and now. You've got to look towards the future. That was a poor decision yeah. to not sell him for 50... For the, for the sake of five million. But if if he can, if you can get him a new contract, do you? Because there's still a magical I player give, in there. Given the start of the season. Okay. Because he was awful last year. Opening four games awful. and sell him on deadline day for whatever yes. you can get. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, other players then, Matteo Kovacic, who it looks like he'll leave anyway yeah. this summer to Manchester Gutted. City. Absolute quality player. Yeah, yeah, I really like him, and I think a lot of Chelsea fans do. A lot I of Chelsea ne- fans, they will be never, happy to see the back of it. I never understand strengthening a rival ever. Met no, so silly but he does leave in a year's time for a free, so we've got sort of had to sell whatever price we could. Yeah, and City are the only ones that are willing to pay what they are because it's Man City. Yeah, Ruben Loftus Cheek looks like he'll leave this summer Ooh, as well. AC Milan linked with a twenty-five million pound. Absolutely wrong. Move for him. RLC, twenty million pound for him. Absolute servant, but just not good enough. Yeah, a really decent player, but not really good enough to start him in the field. I think he will do really well because he is a physical player, a great ball carrier, good progressor, decent attacking numbers as well. He'll probably cook in Milan. And I hope he does. I hope the best for him. Christian Pulisic. For me, I see a future for Pulisic at Chelsea. I love Pulisic. Uh, I, I would say love, okay, well, I'm I, fond I, of I him. I like him. I think, I think there is a good player inside there. I don't know why, because he keeps being crap. Yeah. But there is something there. And I think under Poch this season, he could be reinvigorated. Yeah. But if you can sell him this summer, do, mm, potentially. Because yeah. you've already it's got right Madrid, you've already got yeah. Sterling on that left-hand side. But I think for me, there's definitely a good player in there. It's And if anyone's going to harness it, it's going to be Mauricio Pochettino. I mean, when he first joined Chelsea, we thought, you know, could this, he be the... Eden has a placement. Yeah, he has took that number 10, of course. The closest we got to that was him during lockdown. Put us during lockdown. Was brilliant. So let's we get, get, if we get rid of the fans, he might be alright. If we get another global pandemic, Phyllis is going to put a bum on door. No, no. Obviously joking. I yeah. would never want to see another global pandemic. But Pulisic, I think, is a really good player there. Give him this year. Again, so I then. would see how he looks in pre season, see whether yeah. Poch is a fan of him. And if he is, I don't see any reason why to let him go yet. Oh. And if you can get him a new contract, that would be decent. So Aspilicueta, it looks like Chelsea will allow him to leave on a free this summer, yeah. which is quite nice. I think he's been a fantastic servant and will leave for Inter Milan. legend. Yeah, he deserves that move away. He deserves the respect. And I think it's nice that he's going to get a proper send-off and he can leave the club I under his... Like, like this year has kind of proven Sorry. that he should, if he plays any more years, he's just going to tarnish his reputation. Yeah, and I'm glad I'm glad he's moving on. But yeah. a brilliant servant and I love the bloke. I know so. we can end on a high, but it is what it is. And I believe he qualifies for a testimonial. So give hopefully we get well, hopefully we give him that because he joined 100%. 2013. It's now 2023. Yeah. As far as my maths works, that makes it 10 seasons. Absolute so. quality player. Indeed. Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Not so quality. Not no. such a servant. <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. Shite and been here five minutes, but I think it's going. It's looking well. He's kicking his dragging his heels about a Saudi move because he wants to go to Barcelona. Why would Barcelona want him back? I don't know because they they're going in for Vitor Roque. He is so delusional. I think he's going to have to just just sort of 
Come to terms with the fact he's going to be playing in Saudi Arabia. Go Saudi or quit football. But he's going to have to leave. And then Thiago Silva in 2024 as well. Oh, he's been magnificent for the last few yeah. seasons. But for me, 2024 is the right time for him to leave. Let him Another season. One last season. One last hurrah. Teach Carwell yeah, everything teach you know. Carwell. See if we can win a trophy. And Paddy Sheila. And Fafar. Yeah, end on a high. But again, absolute legend for what? He joined a year ago, two years ago? Two Not years long ago. ago. Three, no? Three, yeah. I mean, for the four or five years he's been at the club, absolutely servant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So then, should we get on to squad keeper seven? Now, I've spoken about a lot of the squad. Flying because a lot died. of it has, uh, has he's going to leave. But I think... I can't remember the exact number, but it's either 43 or 49. Now, they're two very different numbers. Well, that's the problem. It's so weird because yeah. it's like, well, do you count people like Ethan Ampadu or is he a oh, count youth player? Come on. Is he a youth player? Well, that's the thing. It's hard to hard to really suggest. I'm going to use football because I think they've already got rid of the loanees from this season mm. in the squads. They haven't, but we can work. For, there's more players here, so right. that's easier. But. Yeah, looking then at the squad, we'll start with goalkeepers where there are five registered to the club. Why? Kepari Thabalaga is up first. He's the first person who'll be under our microscope. What do you think of Kepa? Where, where, where do you see him? What, where, what is his future like? I think on his day he's capable, but there are so many question marks. So many question marks. And there's yeah. just too many. You can't have that many question marks around your goalkeeper. The goalkeeper is going to be the staple, the reliable man that is not going to fail you. Yeah. And I think he fails us at least twice a game. For me, the only reason to keep him around is that we've got Gravis Lanina. So maybe if you keep Kevin for another two seasons and just get by. I think there is a world-class keeper. In, I, think, I think there's a really, really good yeah. goalkeeper there. He's shown that at times, but his, his error-proneness and his decision-making is so frustrating. Don't get me wrong, it's not as bad as a certain other goalkeeper who we will get on to in very very and short time but Kepa he's shown a brilliant shot stopping ability he, he can play with the ball at his feet quite well his distributions of meh and his attitude has definitely improved this season but still a bit on the fence I'll be interested to see whether Poch can yeah. get the best out of Kepa I think he definitely can if he if he's not keen there is a a goalkeeper that I've included as part of our improvements yeah. who I would say is better, but it's just whether we can develop yeah. Caparita Balaga. My only justification for keeping him is that we do have Gabriel Nina as another option, if it yeah. all goes tits up. So my, in my opinion, it's probably a keep for this summer, because there's a lot yeah. to address in the squad. Maybe Kepa's not the most pivotal point. Uh, Marcus Bettinelli, it's an easy keep, isn't it? Not really a problem. Homegrown quota. Yeah, if it feels nice the quota, seems like a decent bloke from all yeah. the... Uh, social media content keep around Eduard Mendy this is probably one of the worst turnarounds in football history he's a goalkeeper that no one really heard of came into a judge's side that needed a safe pair of hands and he was immense he was sensational 2021 Champions League win he was pivotal in that made some brilliant saves 2022 started to f- collapse 2023 then he passed the ball to Brendan Harris and his, cr- his chess career was over honestly one of the uh, it's like a cliff he started he's ended up down there I can't believe it he was world class in the 2021 Champions League winning campaign he pulled off some brilliant saves across Mm. that year 2022 he got worse 2023 different man calamitous I'm honest honestly it has to be a different man completely calamitous cannot be the same keeper it's his brother or something but yeah it's an easy sell looks like he's going to join Al Ali in Saudi Arabia so good luck to him and the paycheck he's going to receive yeah but for me He's he won not. the last couple of years for him. 
win the Champions League, yeah, do right. terrible for a couple of seasons, and you get a massive paycheck in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and obviously, I know obviously we haven't really addressed the Saudi Arabia stuff. We've linked the link with Chelsea on this Lower channel rubbish. yet, but I mean, Saudi Arabia don't have any direct interest in the future of Clear Lake Capital. They don't have any direct investment, but there is a relationship. Between the Saudi between Saudi owners and Top Oli, the same as there's any relationship relationship between any owners and that's just too rich. But I do I would I do agree with the point that actually, obviously Saudi is a bit different because of the involvement from this government in in all the clubs and obviously the fact that it is taking over in the way it is. But think people like Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville calling for. I mean I don't know why Jamie Carragher thinks that UEFA. Or the Premier League will be able to do anything about it. They can't block transfers to Saudi Arabia. They don't have to do a restriction over that. That would require FIFA's approval. But when FIFA are trying to get Saudi Arabia to... Uh, well, sorry, Saudi Arabia and FIFA and talks about hosting a World Cup, can't see them saying, yeah. no, actually, you can't do anything. Because FIFA's corrupt. Yeah, and I, I think from a... And the clubs aren't going to think about it because they have to, as much mm. as they probably don't want to do it, they have to look at it from a football point of view and go, this makes sense. Chelsea aren't going to keep hold of Edouard Mendy. It's massively helping Chelsea with their FFP yeah. problems. And I think they're going to exploit that's that. that's just how football works. But equally, there are other clubs exploiting it. It's not yeah. just Chelsea. You could argue Man United did the same by selling Ronaldo to Al Nazir. That, of mm. course, was a massive issue because that was a player who didn't yeah. want to be there. They sold him on. The same, you Wolf. can argue, for Wolves right now. Man, with Ruben Neves. Around, of Ruben Neves. Yeah, £50 million. Pounds. £50 million. I think you still get £50 million for him in the current market. Probably more, arguably. Definitely I think a fee north the clubs aren't looking at it and going, oh, we don't want to sell to Saudi Arabia because as much as they probably don't want to, you know, it's football, football at the end of the day. They don't really care they're, 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 the they're a business. As long as they get the money, they get the money. And uh, as far as they're aware, it's illegal. In, yeah. Sorry, it's legal, sorry, in the And no, no one else is, no, no other, you know, Maybe club immoral, is to be as stupid as Saudi Arabia and buy Edouard Mendy. <laughs> well, I don't think that's true, it's out there, but yeah, we have definitely got quite fortunate with the yeah. whole, the way the Saudi situation is panning out. Nathan Baxter then has been out on loan at Hull this season, only played 12 games, one clean sheet in that time, but it was a bad Hull side. For me, he probably needs a def- or definitely needs another loan move. Yeah. Def- probably never going to be a Chelsea goalkeeper. Probably not. But you could turn a handsome profit if he can you get could. a great loan yeah. move next season. Yeah. Gavril Salina, a oh, very different story with Chelsea. this guy. I really rate him. I really, really rate him. In his last season for uh, Chicago Fire, he played 32 appearances, made 12 kept 12 clean sheets in the MLS for a Chicago Fireside who are hardly the best team in the if league. If he can if he can fulfil his potential he will be Chelsea's safe pair of hands for a decade. Hopefully. And that's why I don't think signing goalkeeper is too pivotal because I think he's a really good goalkeeper. We don't want to block his development or his future. No. No, but we could sign an older keeper of course. He, he, he's probably our best keeper since Czech and Courtois. Yeah. Yeah, obviously he's only 18. So, sorry, 90. So there's definitely... For a goalkeeper, he's probably got 20 years left in him. Potentially. Definitely. Well, yeah. So he could Maybe be, not all at Chelsea. He could still be... nine year old American man playing goal. He could goal, still... Well, he's good enough. Yeah. Tim Howard. <laughs> Tim Howard region. But he could still be playing for Chelsea. <laughs> he could still be playing for Chelsea in 2040. Realistically. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's very exciting. But I think he's a really good goalkeeper. I really want to see him play for Chelsea one day. What you do with him this season? Well, do you do you give him minutes? If you keep Kepper and don't sign a goalkeeper, is he the backup? Does he play yeah. cups, or do I'd you give him a loan see. move to the Championship where he can get a week, you know, mm. week in week out Premier League? Oh, sorry, Championship experience. He hasn't got a goalkeeper. Well, Norwich have Angus Gunn, who they seem to love for some reason. But could you persuade one of the teams coming up to take him? Luton, even a Burnley. 
I think it's a bad so move. I think it's a bad move for them though, because he's unproven. And for yeah. me, it's best to have a, a proven goalkeeper. So it makes more sense the championship. I would probably look at Leicester. Yeah. Because they've got Danny Ward. Bazuna and McCarthy are rubbish. Bazuna will be fine in the championship though, yeah. as he proved when he True. was ridiculous good. Then he ridiculous crap. for Portsmouth. And he's crap. Yeah, but Leeds, unless they're going to sell him, they're not going to bench him, are they? So there's no real option there. But there's definitely, probably, there's definitely championship clubs that would be yeah. willing to bring a goalkeeper yeah, yeah. in. So definitely options there. So maybe a low move, maybe a low move abroad wouldn't be the worst thing ever. But in my opinion, I keep him around playing in the cups. But definitely a keep. He's definitely mm-hmm. not a sell, is he? Maybe a loan, but yeah. I'm next. Cesar Plaqueta. We touched fantastic, on him. Fantastic let servant. Him let him leave on a free. Thiago Silva. Same again. Wait, leave him, give him one last year, one last yeah. hurrah, then let him go on a free. Kaladu Koulibaly. Sell this man ASAP. Sell him. Saudi Arabia want him. Yeah, so he's going to Al Ain, yeah. apparently. That's a here we go as well for around Wonderful. £30 million. We only make an £8 million loss there, which is amazing. I see it again, though. Back to my point earlier, no other club is that stupid. Yeah. If you've watched Cooler Valley this season, and 32 yards centre half, the fact that Chelsea are only making an 8 mil loss is brilliant. Yeah, so he's on a four year contract, by the way. So the way FFP works, because of amortisation, you actually divide that 33 mil by 8, by 4, sorry. So what that comes out at about 8 mil on FFP for this season. And then we don't, because he's left, we don't then have any FFP problems from there. So amortisation wow. completely solved, but the thirty mil we bring in, now that immediately counts to the FFP. There is no amortisation on sales. Yeah. So Chelsea have absolutely nailed it with Kula Valley there. Again, sort of cheating the system with the whole Saudi thing. They like robbery. But we've managed to get thirty mil for a player that shouldn't. I don't really rate. And yeah. needs to move on. Ben Chilwell. Definite keep. If this man can yeah. stay fit, he was brilliant player. For me, you keep him. You keep Martin. You've got Lewis Hall, who I loan out, and you sell Sideshow Bob. Who we'll, we'll touch on now, yeah, yeah Marky Correa. Absolute, I, I, honestly. I don't know where I'm wrong because he was magnificent last season and yet he, he was a clown this year. He's, he's, not, he's not a system player. I want to say he's a system player. Mm, I don't know. I just really don't know. The problem is, so the club he's played for so far, Brighton, he was in that part of the system that worked. Mm. Hatafe, he plays a left midfielder. So he's not played really as a left back for a traditional left back. As he was trying to be played this yeah. season. I don't really know why it didn't work under Potter, though, because he's, he's played under yeah, Potter. So he's, an so. a, he's an absolute car crash. Equally, Potter changed formation every seven minutes. He's so constantly looked out his depth. Mm. I, really I don't think struggled. it helped we kept playing under less than a half. No. Well, he was clearly And he was next to Kula Valley. And I hope that by selling so much of the f- absolute fodder, I would say, like yeah. it's FIFA, selling so much of the fodder right now at Chelsea, you do hope, hopefully Potter reverts to a fullback. Or at least yeah. a team which starts as a four, I would maybe... Because we saw it, at, how Poch played before, he'd have a DM drop in, he had Eric Dyer. Yeah. He could do that with Enzo, which could be really mm. interesting, actually. But I think he'll t- he might he may well do that again with that whole... And then have the fullbacks flying forward, which could suit Cucurea. But for me, if you can sell him, you do. Because yeah. I much prefer Ian Martin. Who we may as well touch up on as we're doing this as well. Keep, keep if you can. Brilliant. But if you keep it, if you can't sell Cucurea, you've sort of got to let him go. Maybe another loan. But would he be happy with that? Probably not. No. So maybe you just have to sell and cut and admit that you've made a mistake there because Kukurea is blocking him. Yeah. Because he's not going to stick around if Kukurea is. No. And then on the topic of left backs as well, Lewis Hall, of course. He's reinvigorated a bit. He played centre midfield, didn't he? And he's obviously back. You know, yeah, I think he's a really good left back. And for me, yeah. if you can get him a loan move to the Championship, that would make a lot of sense. It's going to be clubs looking for some top talent like Lewis yeah. Hall. 
I can see a loan move making a lot of or sense for all playing. parties. No. You either no, honestly though. Unless Joe was injured, he's not going to start. Look at last year. He was our best. He was one of our best players. Oh yeah, no, he's magnificent. There's two games against City. He was quality, and we lost four 0 one of them. Yeah, yeah, he was. He's a really good player. But for me, you can't start him yet because you've got Chilwell and Martson who yeah. should both start over him and of course Sergio Bobby's still employed for now oh, on to other players then Trevor Chalava I think he's a fine fourth choice yeah but if you can if the right, someone with the right price comes knocking then definitely selling yeah so for me but it's a Badia Chile or Carl Will starting alongside Fafana Chalava is that back up right centre half Thiago Silva probably just mentor, ahead of him yeah. right now that the, works. Jimmy gets Rochdale in the FA Cup. Yeah. Chalabar can also cover right back if need be, though, yeah. of course, Malo Gusto joins, who isn't on this list, but he is obviously a keep. That's what <laughs> goes saying. <laughs> but yeah, for me, he's a keep. For me, Trevor Chalabar's a keep for now. Yeah. Maybe look to sell him next summer, but he's a fine centre half who can do a job, especially while we allow, yeah. if, we, if we loan out Bashir Humphreys again next year, maybe then look to integrate him in the first team because I've been yeah, very yeah. impressed every time I've watched him play. And yeah, also not on this is Levi Colwell, but I think it goes without saying most Chelsea fans are 100% keep on that. Yeah, he was brilliant at Brighton. Could he, could he sell him further under Potts and Chelsea? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully he gets that left centre half roll nailed down. And if we've got Colwell, Badichile, uh, Fafana and maybe one more right centre half, yeah. you've got your perfect defence there for years, for, for another 15 years, hopefully. Yeah. Well, 10 years at least. But yeah, perfect there for me. Rich James... Again, as Joe, if this man can stay fit, he is a magical player. I, I, I do have some questions over his fitness, but for me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. He's so, so good at football. If he can stay fit, he's one of the best fullbacks in the world. Yeah. He's not the yeah. best. I think, that's, I think that is not a bold claim at all. I think he's a really, really talented player. And with Malagos as backup, we have security there should yeah. he get injured. I really like Rich James. I really, really like him. I think he's got future of captain material written all over him. For me, it's an easy keep. Yes. We'll talk about Marco Guerrero, but Wesley Fafana, I mean, we've mentioned him briefly throughout. He's an easy keep. Such a talented player. So good with the ball at his feet. Great in the air as well, given his stature isn't the most, the uh, the greatest. Yeah, just a really really confident centre-half. A really, really talented player. Same goes for Benoit Badishile, who we've mentioned intermittently. For me, he stays around. Starts if you sell Carwell, bench if Carwell stays. Yeah, a definite start if you're playing a three back I hope we don't but yeah Badishile a really really good player and yeah follows along the same lines we've spoken about a lot of these players it's weird because this is there's so many good players here and actually the defence that we touched on saying there are so many good players makes sense because we were one of the best defensive sides yeah. until towards the end of the season when we started shipping goals for fun especially in that May United game we conceded four but we were one of the strongest defensive sides in the league it's just that we couldn't score two areas like touch on. yeah hopefully that changes now we've right, we there is a max extra so I think it's easy because there's a lot of players that will be sold anyway yeah. I think it's easier just to cut through those immediately so Kovacic is going to Man City Kante yeah. is joining Al Ittihad in Saudi Arabia yeah. Dez Zachariah is leaving on his loan Ruben Loftus-Cheek will probably go would yeah. you keep him but that's one's more Debate. Well, would you keep or sell Ruben Loftus-Cheek? I, I, I'm honestly not. I don't mind. I think he's a fine fourth choice. But he, like last year, he got like he paid way too much. But for me, I don't rate him high enough to block Cesare Casade, to block Andre Santos, and to block yeah. Carney Chukwemeka. So for me, it's an easy sell because we've got so oh, many such so more Carney. talent. Play Carney, please. Play all three of them. They all deserve yeah. some minutes. Unless you're going to loan them out, of course. But yeah, probably sell Loftus-Cheek. Yeah, easy sell for me. Mason Mount. Looks like it'll stay, but... 
It's, I think he's a really magical player, and I think a Pochi could definitely work. Yeah. But they, he's got to go a long way to repair his relationship with the fans because you can't be a green person in terms of Man United. Yeah. And then come back and expect the same love that you had before. You know, there was he got a banner loss, he's an amazing amount of the boy I've, he dared to dream. Yeah. He's dreaming now of playing at the Theatre of Dreams. We need to see his commitment every season. If not, he's yeah, absolutely slated for it. And he would just get slated by a lot of chance fans. So I'm yeah. hoping I don't know. I really don't know. But Poch yeah. is if Poch is gonna if anyone's good make bring Mason Mount Max's best it's Poch. And I know I've said that I like a lot of players, but Poch is really good. He's a really, really good manager, so I hope he can do that. Conor Gallagher. I do not know what Vieira did to this man to make him so good at football. We played him as attack midfielder, which we, we've not done. Sell him. He's awful. He's not awful. He's questionable. He's not awful, but I think the problem is Chelsea fans already are put off by him, and that's a massive issue because it's he doesn't have that support from the stands. He doesn't have much belief from Chelsea fans. For me... The fact that Dortmund are snooping around and the thirty mil bid is the oh, thirty mil marks being floated about. For I, I'll be honest, we sell him thirty mil for Dortmund. I see him joining Man United for ninety million pounds in two seasons. Yeah. I just but I think he's a really good player. But... Season and go, he's got a few goals. The one guy I remember was only a shot against Brighton. It smacked off someone's back and went in. But we've not played him in his position. Like I get, he yeah. should be able to play deeper. But he's an attacking midfielder, and we've not played him there. Enough this year. He just felt like running around kicking people. Yeah, he is a bit of a. He's not a dog. <laughs> running around much. Did you see Wesley Farner giving describing each player in one word? No. He, he described so he was asked about every player and stuff, yeah. and he said, and it was, they were like Conor Gallagher, and he goes run. <laughs> so what even that he's, does? Even he's buying into he it. He runs. Yeah, I do have a lot of concerns. I think yeah. he'll probably excel for me. But it does leave you very weak in midfield because that leaves us with our midfield of Enzo. That's it, guys. We've got Enzo in the middle. Just Enzo. Yeah. But hopefully he can carry it by himself. Dirtino Andrin, it's just not worked out, has it? No. He's clearly not good enough. Didn't really do a lot for Huddersfield last season. Sell. So, yeah. Quite easy there. Obviously got injured as well the centre-half campaign, which is harsh, but yeah, sell. So. Carney Chuck Wemmaker. Play this man. Keep, give him some minutes. Play him on the right, play him he attack the field. Quality. Play him somewhere, play him anywhere. Well, not not quality, goal. but he had a good season, I feel. He just deserved more yeah. chances. He didn't get yeah. enough opportunities. I think given we will have all three cup competitions, hopefully we don't get horrible ties in early yeah. rounds and all of them this season. The fact that we haven't got any Europe does mean we have less minutes to go around. But Could be a good thing. Could be, because we have less competitions than we can focus yeah. on the league. But Chuck Wemmaker should be involved more. Maybe not starting every game, that would be insane. But should definitely be getting more starts, yeah. more appearances in the first team. I think he should have this year, really. Because players like Conor Gallagher, Mason Mount, Ruben Lost-Cheek weren't cutting it. And we didn't rotate mm. enough. But it, we've sort of missed that perfect opportunity to actually give them minutes. I yeah. thought I thought Frank would do that. Apparently not. But yeah it's been a weird season and Chuck Wemmick has been an unfortunate unfortunate casualty his game time has been an unfortunate casualty of yeah. the complete shit show that's been Chelsea Football Club this year so that's an awful shame I hope he does get more minutes next season Enzo Fernandez, what a player he is yeah what a player chain him to the stadium do not let him leave and then let him out to play football obviously but yeah. he is so so good magical I think he is arguably not arguably he's Chelsea's best player yeah, just yeah. Best player. Just definitely of last season and up there as well the Premier League's best players I think he's really really yeah. good for me only Rodri is ahead of him right now as a defensive midfielder and I'd like to Maybe. see Enzo in a higher role but he's not as mobile 
so DM works for him. I could see him being that Eric Dyer for yeah. Poch, dropping into that back three. And while I initially, when I was thinking about that in my head, I had some initial reservations. His range of passing could be massive. Imagine yeah. those pings over the top, Pulisic, Mudrik, Maduike in behind. Mm. That could be really exciting. Or a new striker that we'll get onto in a little bit. Ooh. In behind, to a potentially two new strikers, in behind, that could be really exciting. Yeah. Really, really exciting. So I think he can definitely work that role. Or if you can get a DM that can drop in, maybe someone like a Sofian Amrabat. We'll look at more options like that in a moment. But if you can get a DM that drops in, then Enzo can be one of the other two who can play a little higher in yeah. that Poch system. Interesting how Poch lines up. But you expect a 4-3-3, Enzo starts. Every single match, Enzo Fernandez starts. Yeah. He's so good. On to forwards then. Now, I've already spoken about some of the players that will leave, so we'll just rattle them off. Obviously, Felix, loan expires. He will not be at the club anymore. This And the Aubameyang will hopefully leave the club. Hooray. That's an easy sell. But there's a, couple, a bit more debate about others. We'll start with Hakim Ziyech. Sell. Yeah, I think... I think he's a really good player. Too and it's a shame it's never worked out. He's because too slow for very also, His attitude stinks. He's just yeah. uh, not a great... It doesn't seem like a great player to have in the dressing room. No. For me, it's an easy easy sell. Easy, easy yeah. sell. You can get some good money from Saudi Arabia. I know he's kicking off a little bit of a stink at the moment about because he doesn't really want to go there. But, yeah. It didn't help that we completely fucked him over by not allowing him to go to PSG. I think that would have just kept relationships between Chelsea yeah. and PSG strong and made Ziek happy and maybe would have sold him to PSG for a lot of money maybe but maybe. alas that didn't come off Raheem Sterling then Kate yeah had a fine debut season wasn't really what we'd have hoped not enough contributions but he did enough to prove that he deserves a shot this season to prove what yeah. he can do and I think he's a really good player really really good player fulfills a homegrown quota and yeah no real complaints about keeping Sterling for another season at least Christian Pulisic. I think. I think a... we're both on keep here, uh, which a lot of just fa- oh maybe uh, not. I, but really I think Ch- a lot of just fans will be screaming sell, but there is just an inkling in me that believes in Christian Pulisic, and I have no justification because he was crap last year. But I just think Poch could turn it around. Maybe, maybe. But if you can sell, sell. Yeah. Maybe if a Juve comes in at thirty mil, you let him go. But yeah, definitely. A good player in there, whether he'll ever be good enough for Chelsea. I don't know. Kai Havertz looks like it's a done deal. Who will leave? Kai Havertz, £65 million to Arsenal. Do you think that's a good move for Chelsea? Yeah. I think they've done well to recoup as much as I love Kai Havertz. Obviously, scored the winning goal in the Chelsea final, won the Champions League, but he's just not been good enough for the last two years. He also doesn't fit the system. Really doesn't no. fit the system, but as potentially playing the Odegaard role for Arsenal or as the false nine up front, he can definitely yeah. work in that role. It's a shame it never worked out because I think he's a really talented player, but yeah, just doesn't doesn't work out for Chelsea. No. It's a shame, but there we go. Champions League winning goal scorer, yeah. but now we'll join our rivals. Shafax is obviously leaving. Mihailo Mudrik is an obvious one. There's keep around. There's a talented player in there. Hopefully, yeah, we can see that under Poch. But again, one man will do that with Pochettino. Armando Breuer. I think he's going to work yeah. perfectly for Poch. And I, I love him. I love the bloke. I think I've made that quite clear on this channel. But Brilliant backup striker to who we bring in. Yeah, and I really hope he actually gets a shot next season rather than just being immediately sold in pre- yeah. after pre-season. But yeah, I hope he proves himself pre-season to Poch that he can be that backup or yeah. third choice striker depending on how Nkunku is used but yeah Noni Madawike then is an obvious keep I yeah. think he should definitely get more minutes next season I would bring another right winger because he will be the only right winger should Ziyech Probably. leave and then the only other player on this list David Datro Fafana so I would 
I mean, he's obviously a keep. I would loan him out though. Weird to one. To Strasbourg. Yeah, why, why a weird one? And I think it's just weird to sign because we signed him and just didn't play him. He is only 20 though. True. And he's True. not played in. The, he played for Mulder. I don't really yeah. expect him to come in and tear the Premier League apart. So for me, it's an easy decision just to loan him out. We've just signed Strasbourg. Yeah. We've just bought Strasbourg for £65 million. Loan him over there. Jobs are good, and he could tear up League One, hopefully. Yeah. Which I expect him to do. Come back to Chelsea, maybe with a lot of confidence and add another new dimension. Then we've got three really quality strikers. And if Boris struggled, maybe you sell him on and David Detrafano becomes our second choice. Yeah. Could be interesting to see. But yeah, shall we then look at what we could add to this squad? Now, there's a couple of positions which I say need improvement. I have put down a starting goalkeeper as a discussion. I also obviously said right back at right back. We've already discussed Melo Gusto. He's coming yeah. in, of course. So that's a, that's, a situ- that's a position which has already been addressed. I think we definitely need some midfield options. We haven't got any midfielders anymore because they're all leaving. No. Uh, and then some forwards, of course, but we have already signed two. So Chelsea have done well to address some of the areas. There are still a couple others. So we'll start with goalkeeper. Now, if we are to sell Kepa and Mendy this summer, I think we desperately need a goalkeeper. For me, the player that makes the most sense is Andre Onana. Now, Inter would look at a £50 million fee with add-ons in, uh, on top of that. So I think that's a great deal. I think his distribution yeah. is world class. I think he's so good at playing out from the back. He almost becomes how dare you to drop into player three? He can push forward as a goalkeeper. He's that yeah. confident playing the ball out. Now that does give me some fears, but he's fun. He's a good yeah. goalkeeper. Great shot stopper. He knows when to come forward, when to not. He's good at judging that. So for me, he's a really good goalkeeper who would perfectly suit the pot system. Makes sense for Chelsea. It's a world class pair of hands. You know, Champions League finalist this year. It's exactly what we need. And I don't think Salina's going to be ready in the next four or five years. No. And if he is, you perfect can sell on Onana, but or a perfect Onana, as you say. But in four or five years' time, Onana's contract will be coming to an end. Then Salina can step up to number one. Yeah. So I don't think we're. I don't think he directly blocks Salina too badly. No. But he, oh, he does in the short term. But I don't think Salina will be our short term fix. In some midfield options, then now I would like to sign a DM, but that's not yeah. a huge prerogative if Enzo plays there. But we do need a backup, probably. But Andre Santos can do that. So we have got Santos to consider. We have got Chuck Wemaka. We have got, of course, Cesare Cassade. Now, maybe yeah. Cassade goes out for a loan. Maybe Santos goes out for a loan. Maybe Chuck Wemaka goes out for a loan. But nice. we don't really know. But a couple of midfield options that have been floated around recently. Of course, Romeo Lavia is one that Chelsea has been linked with for a long time. A really good DM. Worked for, is it Joe Edwards, the uh, head Joe of Shields. recruitment? Joe Shields, sorry. Yes, I'm getting mixed up between. There's someone, Edwards, who works at... Chelsea but yeah I think he's he's got the relationship he knows how good he is and I think Lavia is a fantastic DM and I mean on a cut price saying stuff happening in the championship makes yeah. a lot of sense yeah for me I, I really like the bloke and I hope he joins yeah other options there Moise Caicedo around that 80 million pounds I think is very steep but he is the best best box to box midfielder yeah, in the quality. league absolute quality oh sorry the best prospect box box there are probably yeah. better but he is so good brilliant such a good player Absolutely. 80 million is steep but it's less than we paid for Lukaku yeah. so exactly. I justify it like that I think he's a really good player and if we can sign him off of Arsenal who are interested United who are interested yeah. we've bought ourselves a quality quality player and took one off our rivals in that sense makes a lot of sense and then Gabri Vega Gabriel Vega of course playing for Celta Vigo I think he's a really good player. I think he's a really, really good player. Forty million would be the apparent fee, which I think makes a lot of sense. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. I think he's a little, un- he's a little unproven. But Poch is a fan. 
He yeah. can play as a more attacking midfielder, but he could also play as that box-to-box alongside Enzo, maybe. Yeah. And then pushing forward and allowing Enzo to drop in, that could definitely work in some capacity. He's just a good fit, I think. So if we are going to loan out Caste or we are going to loan out Chakwemeka, or not give them the minutes, sign Vega, if not actually give some minutes to Caste and Chakwemeka. But yeah, so a good option there. And then, of course, starting forwards, well, Chelsea have already signed two. So Christopher Kunku joins the club for £65 million. Absolutely brawler. I think he's magical. He can play attacking midfield. He can play as a false nine. He can play on the wings. I hope he's not shifted out to the wing because he works much no. better through the middle. Yeah. But get that ball in behind to him. Let him finish chances or have him as a creative influence in attacking midfield who can who can get forward. And we have if if Poch wants to play a more possession style of play, which he, we've known his teams can, yeah. he could do something like the old Manchester City system that Pep used before he searched this incredible three two four one. Or four three three, where one of the midfielders for, uh, forms a front two, yeah, and then you have that control which Pep Guardiola really really likes. We could definitely do that it with Nkunku, because you could have Nkunku up there, mm. and another striker we've just signed from Villarreal, triggering his release clause. It's Nicholas Jackson, thirty five mil. I think he's really good, but I do have question marks. I am worried that we're signing a twenty two year old to be our starting striker. Because we're not going to we're not going to sign another striker now because no. we haven't got the FFP budget to allow for that. Probably not got the budget in general to allow for that. So we're not going to sign another striker, which isn't isn't spectacular news. I do think it's we're risk we're risking it, but Nkunku should be a fine striker. Should be a fine false nine. And you've option. got Royer as well to rotate in there if you need to. Indeed. So there's definitely different options there. All three bring different bringing something yeah. different to the side. They all could work in whatever Poch decides to do. It's going to be interesting to see what Poch does. Yeah. But hopefully he can develop a system which suits either Jackson or Nkunku or both. It'd be good to fit both of them in there, which I definitely think is possible. Playing Nkunku as attacking midfielder, playing Jackson as that starting striker to get the ball in behind him. Yeah. So it could be a really exciting team. It'll be interesting to see how Poch moulds the squad and how that lines up, of course, next season. That would probably, if we signed all of the players that I've mentioned there, that would be 350 million. Though, of course, a lot of that has already been outlaid on Gusto, on Jackson, on Nkunku. That's already 130 of that there. But that's still a lot of money to go and fork out. And I think he said, obviously, the big one there. But some predictions for next season then. I mean, the money spent over the last two years has got to be top four. Yeah. And the Poch is a very, very capable manager. And the fact we don't have Europe, so there's no extra games there. Yeah. I would want to see a cup as well. A I cup think there's no excuses back to the for top four. Yeah. They're not getting top four, though. Yeah, especially since, well, every other club is going to have European football, possibly yeah. going to go deep in that, other than Tottenham. But we should be better than Tottenham, to at least to start. Because they've, well, they've, they've got a lot more of a bit of rebuild to do there. Yeah. So, for me, Chelsea should be getting top four next season. And we've got, I would like to see us win a cup. Yeah. It good to win a trophy and that one-year drought. But, yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird next season. Chelsea, in, outside of Europe, we've had a really, really dismal campaign. Hopefully, we uh, we can bounce back in style next year. And I, yeah. I am confident because I really, really rate Mauricio Pochettino. I don't think we're really in the conversation for a title fight, considering no, City no. are looking at signing Kim and Jay, looking at signing Josco Gavardio, looking at signing Declan Rice. We'll talk about all of that when we get to City, but they're... Yes being Man City I do think though that second could be in reach depending on how well Liverpool do maybe maybe who knows because I think Liverpool will be good so maybe third then but definitely their top four spots I want to see Chelsea back up into European football yeah but yeah that's all from us today we're recording a bit of weird times it feels really weird this episode but hopefully for you guys it's felt like a normal one but yeah if we have been yawning throughout this episode it is because we are fast approaching midnight 
as we're recording this but it is the grind we've got to do what we've got to do to get the content out for you guys but hopefully you have enjoyed this episode hopefully it hasn't been too odd if you have make sure you leave a like and subscribe if you're new around here massively helps us we're trying to hit 2.5k subs this year had a little bit of a slow june but as we're now going into july the women's world cup is around the corner the premier league start of the new season is just around the corner we are approaching very quickly the new season so there's going to be a lot of content there's going to be a lot of hype over the next few weeks on the channel so i hope you guys are as excited as us for mm-hmm. the new season and yeah. all the stuff coming up over the next few weeks if you're enjoying the series then please do put that in the comments below and keep the conversation going from this episode in that comment section down below and if you are new to this series it's the first one you've watched go back through the catalogue and look out for tomorrow tomorrow is crystal palace where we're going to look Yes, they well, who they should employ. They don't have a manager no. at the time of recording this. They may well have signed one before we record the Palace episode. Yeah. But hopefully not between the when we record it and when yeah. it goes out, like Bournemouth did. But Thanks, yeah. Bournemouth. Yeah, cheers for that. But hopefully yeah, you're enjoying the series and if you want to go back and watch our other videos, then please do. We've got loads on all the other clubs. Or, well, there will be all the other clubs yeah. between now and the uh, the start of the season. But yeah, that was all for us today. Thank you very much for watching or listening and we'll see you next time. See ya.